let's talk about why we miss someone so much after a breakup. There's a lot of videos and coaches and podcasts and you know literature out there that talks about breakups, why we miss people, all the above. But I don't really see one universal video or universal formula out there that describes how to get over a breakup and why we miss someone so much. And there's a reason for that because really there is no one set formula for, you know, here's a seven part plan to get over a breakup. Generally, each situation requires its own attention. This is why I do private consulting for people in relationships because everyone's situation is so different. But let me explain some general ideas here. Why we miss someone so much? Because the pain of the breakup really comes from missing that person, not knowing what they're doing. You know, they've moved on. They've decided that their happiness is higher without you in their life. And you love this person, and it hurts you to hear that. That is where the pain really comes from. Breakups are one of the most difficult things to deal with in your entire – if anyone has been through a breakup, they know this. Because I even say that breakups are harder than people dying. Because when people die, when there's a death, when people pass on – they are no longer with us, you know, in this realm of reality. You can argue religion with me later, you know, but in this realm of reality, they're not existing, you know, so we don't see them on a day-to-day basis. We don't, we can't reach out to them in a logistical and logical way. So in a breakup though, they're still around. They may still work with you. They may still be in the neighborhood. They may still go to your school. They may still be in the same friend group that you have. You're constantly reminded of this person, and it's a constant reminder of a failure in a relationship that you had. Not only that, there's a, there's a multitude of things, and I'll go into that in a second, but breakups are so difficult because it's a cliffhanger. It's a gray area. You don't know what comes next. You don't know if you guys will get back together or if they still love you or if they've moved on or they're dating your best friend or they've been cheating on you this whole time. You don't know what's going on. You're so lost, and you're left with this idea where – you love this person so much and now they're no longer in your life. I'm talking about specific scenarios here where you've been broken up with and you know, you you cared about this person and you're just kind of just left like what the hell happened? I don't know what happened. So let me explain why we miss someone so much and why it hurts so much through the breakup process, right? Because understanding this will help you get over your breakup and apply the right type of process to get over the pain of the breakup. Number one is the idea of rejection. We don't like, humans don't like getting rejected, okay? We seek pleasure and avoid pain. So we don't like rejection. When someone rejects our love, when someone rejects the very existence of us being in their life, it's very painful for us to digest. Understand that, you know, sales commission-based industries are so negatively viewed, you know, people don't like to get into sales industries. They pay a lot of money. The commission's very attractive, but the reason that people aren't jumping to jump into these industries is because there's a lot of rejection. Depending on the sales industry that you're in, whether it's real estate, whether it's insurance, you know, whatever it might be, there is a lot of rejection. It takes a very disciplined and mentally tough individual to be successful in the sales industry because there is a lot of rejection. Humans are hardwired to avoid rejection. When we put people and prisoners in solitary confinement, it is a consistent state of rejection. It's the worst thing you can do to someone. Humans are higher, they function better in a society. And in a society, we have a lower level of rejection, not because rejection doesn't happen, but because there is abundance of individuals. And that's why in cities, you know, people have a larger amount of divorces, a larger amount of breakups, because there's an abundance of individuals around them that they can move on to rather than being forced to select from a pool of individuals and fixing the relationship that they had. You know, in small towns, marriages are more stable uh, because there's less people and there's a lack of abundance. So people don't like rejection. You know, in the city, it's not as 
heavy. It's not a, such a big hit to get broken up by somebody, broken up with somebody, because you can easily go to a bar and find five, 10, 20 people that you haven't met before and engage in a conversation and some type of intimate relationship with them. So rejection is the first reason. Number two is because we have misplaced our expectations, right? We have prioritized this person in our life that is not the person that we thought they would be. They have rejected our love, right? And they have really let us know that, hey, I don't want your love, energy, time, resources. All the stuff that you poured into the relationship are no longer needed. And everything that you were doing for such a long time that you've gotten in a habit with, the good morning text, the good night text, the I love yous, they're just like gone. It's wrong to send them now. It's inappropriate. It comes off as needy. It's weird. So you're left, you know, you've prioritized this person so much. You've prioritized the relationship so much that when you don't have the relationship, when you don't have this person, you have a void. And the foundation really falls apart. The problem is a lot of times in relationships, we don't love ourselves enough before we love the other person. We think that getting in a relationship with them will make us happy. A lot of times after a breakup, people will be like, I need to get, I need to find somebody. The first thing they try to do is to move on and talk to people, right? They don't necessarily try to heal for a long period of time. You know, everyone has their own grieving process here. So I'm not trying to give a general statement, but a lot of people, they want to find someone new. They want to move on with someone new. They want to find someone better, better looking, making more money, more connected to them, more loyal to them. They want to do all these things, not necessarily because they genuinely love this person. They, they're long for it, but they want to fill that void up, right? What we have done is prioritize someone over ourselves. The number one problem that people have when it comes to relationships and breakups, it's normal to be sad after a breakup, but when it comes to a, uh, a state of dysfunction and a state of you being literally unable to do anything, that means that you have not prioritized yourself, your needs before the relationship. It's very important to prioritize yourself, to love yourself, to be in a relationship with yourself first before you give all this love, energy, attention, and resources to another person. Now, if you're in a long relationship or a marriage or something more serious, yes, there should be a larger amount of these energy, of this energy, this, this, these resources, this time that you're giving that other person. But that is gradually increased over the, the, sever, the seriousness of the relationship. So number two, we prioritize someone over ourselves. And last but not least, this is the thing that I don't see talked about the most, okay? Love is a drug. And people say this, right? But they don't explain the mechanisms of it. Love is... When you're with that person and you feel amazing, like people think that's so natural. It's really not. Love is a very chemically induced phenomenon that we have because of our biology, because of our need to reproduce, right? Our biology is telling us to reproduce. That is all that biology cares about. Biology doesn't care about the ring. Biology doesn't care about your marriage. Biology doesn't care about, you know, you guys having a great Netflix show together. All biology really cares about at the core of it is reproduction. Reproduce, increase the genetic gene pool. Um, the gene is very selfish. Richard Dawkins talks about this a lot in a lot of his research, but your biology wants you to reproduce. So love is a drug. Love is is insane. And when you're not with that person, when you're not with that that person that's giving you that feeling, that love, you're in withdrawal, similar to someone that's doing heroin, cocaine, like heavy level drugs. You know That is why it's so difficult. People don't realize how difficult uh, withdrawal is from hardcore drugs, like schedule one drugs. But they do because they've gone through breakups. Breakups are almost exactly like going through drug withdrawal. And the problem is when you're going through a breakup, you don't 
think of all the bad times that you had with this person that actually led up to the breakup, the, the confounding variables that all the multitude of things that led up to the breakup. You think of all the good times that you had, all the amazing things, the sex, the intimacy, the cuddling, the memories that you guys had together, everything that you, you do in your life, especially if the relationship is very serious, like the music, the place you live, it is very painful because all you think about is the good things. That's your brain. That's your biology basically telling you, yo, Get back with this person because all biology cares about is reproduction. It is going to constantly blast you with these good memories and this, this positive stimuli of why you should get back with this person because in biology's eyes, that is the person that you are the closest to reproducing with. That is the person that you have the potential to reproduce with and have a strong relationship with to rear children. Biology cares about reproduction first, but it also cares about the genetic pool being preserved, which is aka child rearing. That is why monogamous relationships are so popular because they're arguably the best type of institution for rearing a child. Biology actually favors monogamy to a degree. It's not biologically programmed in us to be monogamous, husband, wife. That's more of a social contract. But biology has adopted this as an, uh, an acceptable thing because children that grow up in monogamous relationships where there's a husband, wife, and there's a strong household tend to do better in school, in life, in education, and in their reproductive nature. They tend to have healthier mental personality traits that allow them to find successful relationships. This is proven through long years of research. You can go look this up on your own time. But biology is blasting you with all these good memories. You remember that time you did this? Oh my God, this song reminds you of her. Um, you know, Cooking in the kitchen reminds you of her. Everything's going to remind you of him or her or whatever it might be because biology is trying to force you to try to chase. That is what it tries to do. That is the major reason we miss people so much because we are biologically wired to miss people. That is how we are wired to act after a breakup. The rejection, the misprioritization and you know our misplacement of our expectations and our biological call to reproduce is why we miss people so much. And the missing, the, the act of missing the person is why breakups are very difficult. Here's a few things I can go into on to how to stop missing a person so much. And this is not like a miracle formula here. This is the biggest thing I try to tell people in my consulting sessions and in everything that I say. There is no one-stop, three-step, seven-method you know, method formula here that is going to get you out of the funk that you're in. It's very difficult, you know? But there are certain things that you can do and employ right away to get you over the initial uh, period of missing somebody. First and foremost, you have to remove all reminders of the individual. Photos, things that they have gotten you, clothing, maybe even listening to certain types of music. I mean, when I went through my breakup, I moved out of the place that I was in. That's how bad I wanted to get out of my whole thing because everywhere I looked, I saw that individual and I remembered what they were doing in that certain area, you know, in the kitchen, in the living room. You know, I imagined them there. It hurt me so much to be in that household. It felt so empty, you know? So I had to move out. I'm not saying that's realistically what you guys should do. In my situation, it made sense. I actually downsized and I was on a month-to-month lease. So it was okay for me to do. But I had to move out in order to feel better. I had to cut all stimulus and connections. It's not that you can forget this person, but you have to distract your brain to a degree where it's focusing on different things. Your brain is, the boredom is the killer here. here. So you have to distract your brain and get it to focus on different things instead of that person. So starting a new hobby, putting yourself in a different environment, hanging out with friends that you usually don't hang out with, trying new things. This is what's going to help you get over the breakup. And Another thing is talking to new people, engaging with new people. Not that you should just jump out and jump into a relationship because you do have to heal, but getting attention, love, and affection in the sense, in a, in a regular sense from other people is very healthy. 
So that's the first thing. You have to cut all stimulus from this individual. Number two, stop contacting them. Stop talking to them because the ultimate stimulus is that person itself. It's not just about cutting out you know, and deleting texts and stuff like that. You know, It's about stopping all contact. And sometimes this is impossible because you may work with this person. You may go to school with this person. This person may be in your friend group. It's very difficult sometimes. And the world is not perfect. I'm sorry. You know, that's why a lot of workplaces prohibit employee-to-employee relationships because they know, God forbid, if it doesn't work out, they still have to see each other at work. And it's almost impossible to really function in that breakup mindset for an individual that has been broken up with. It's very, very difficult. It causes a huge lack in production and inefficiency in that employee. So they prohibit, you know, employee relationships because of that reason. You know, so another thing that you can do is to remind yourself of all the negative things that this person has done and why this person is not good for you. Typically, if someone is broken up with you, the relationship is not working to some degree. You know, maybe you're just completely lost in the sauce and you're like, how could this happen to me? But more, more times than none, you can see, you know, we weren't really communicating. We always used to fight. You know, she still loves her ex. You know, there, there's like nine or, you know, nine times out of ten, there's, there's a, a reason why the breakup happened. So you have to remind yourself that this person does not want you in their life. This person has made the decision that their happiness is going to be higher if you're not there. And they have done this decision at an expense of your emotions, your trust, your attention, your love, your care to them. They have knowingly walked away from you and your relationship that you have built together. And they cared about themselves and their emotions first before the relationship. And that's okay for them to do in most scenarios. It's important for you to remind yourself of all the negative things. Right? I'm not telling you to just hate this person, but remind yourself why this relationship is not good for you, why it will not work out, the lack of similarities and the lack of you know love that you had for each other that caused the situation. You have to really write this stuff out and really mentally reinforce it over and over and over again. And the biggest thing I can tell you to get over a breakup is to seek professional help sometimes if you are really going through it. I'm not here to tell you that every breakup is easy to get over or every breakup can be healed very quickly a lot of times especially if it's causing you to not function properly you should really seek professional help friends and family will help you but they also have their own stamina meters and they will eventually eventually get tired of your stuff too and you don't want to drag your friends and family into the situation over and over again a lot of times when people go through breakups their friends and family have seen it coming they have advised them they know like you know this person's not good for you i told you that this would happen and they're fed up with it So it's important to seek professional help, not only because it's an unbiased individual that can give you professional advice, but it's also going to employ a lot of realistic strategies. Sometimes that relationship can be salvaged. Sometimes there's a gray area. Sometimes there's information that you may not know or be aware of that can change the whole perspective that you have on the relationship itself. And relationship coaches, professionals, you know, I'm not saying that everyone's perfect out there, but they can really help reshape your perspective on what actually happened and help you get over the breakup. Breakups are very difficult to get over. We miss people because we're biologically wired to. And it's one of the hardest things for people to ever go through in their entire life. And it can really cause a lot of trauma. One of the biggest things I'll tell you guys is breakups are usually not good. You can have a bad boss and have a better type of employment and appreciate it. You can live in a small apartment and then buy a house and appreciate it. You can drive an old car and then buy a new one and appreciate it. But the majority of times when you have breakups, they add baggage, they add trauma, they add you know 
a lack of trust sometimes, especially if it's a bad breakup. You know, it's it's not a good thing in most scenarios. They teach you some things, but they teach you to be more guarded, to be wiser, to look for certain red flags. They don't teach you to necessarily love harder. They don't teach you to give more. They don't teach you to put yourself out there more. They actually teach you the opposite. Eventually, you're, you'll return to a standard where you're loving people more if you're healing properly, but sometimes people never get there. Sometimes people are bitter. They're done. They don't want to deal with people anymore, and they don't believe that they can ever find that person for them because they've been through five, six, seven, whatever amount of relationships where they've been burned, but people don't realize that you typically tend to date the same person over and over again in different variations because we are attracted to a certain type, we are attracted to a certain individual, and we go for the same things over and over again if we do not heal properly and recognize that the relationship did not work because this person is X, Y, and Z. These negative traits are not good for me. So definitely seek professional help if you're going through a situation where you're not able to physically function and you're not efficient anymore. It's okay to be sad. It's normal to be sad. But it is not okay to be unfunctional for a long period of time. Whatever you're going through, stay strong, keep your head up, and know that I'm always here. You can always book with me You know, in the link in the bio for my Instagram, for all my social medias, on the website, samedbasani.com. You're more than welcome to get some time with me. If you made it this far, we want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts for listening and supporting our podcast. And if you found any value or benefited from this in any way, please share this with a friend, family member, coworker, or stranger. Our message here is free to you. And once again, we love you guys. Appreciate you so much.